Hey everyone, welcome to the Bros 8 Podcast. This is Robert. And this is Anthony. And welcome, and thanks for clicking on us, guys. We are so excited to um, get to record, you know, this podcast for you guys where we talk about wine, we talk about alcohol, we talk about pop culture, we talk about just anything and everything that comes up in life, and um, we hope that you get to enjoy it and have fun with us, because I know we're having a blast. I know there's so much going on in the world right now, so much chaos, so much joy, so much sadness, and... You know, I feel like the perfect pairing for all that stuff is alcohol, you know? Because you can always pair alcohol with everything. Exactly. So uh, we're so excited to talk, you know, talk about everything going on. And I feel like, you know, a good start is to talk about ourselves, how me and Anthony first met each other. um, So you guys can get to know us a little more. And again, just as a disclaimer, me and Robert are not alcoholics. Um, we, I want to make that very clear from the beginning. We are not alcoholics. We just enjoy. Questionable. 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 <laughs> depends who you ask. Honestly, depends who you ask. But from my understanding and from Robert's understanding, we are <laughs> not that. We are nothing of the sort. Somebody must have lied to you all and said that we were, but we are not. Definitely. Uh, but Anthony, I feel like, you know, as I said earlier, we should talk about how we met. Take us back. You know, Take us back to you know, like three Oh my years. gosh. I can't. If I'm being totally honest, Robert, I I don't know where, I don't know when we met. I don't remember meeting you. I just, I, I feel like I've just known you for like three years now, but I can't pinpoint the moment when I first met you. It, uh, I don't know if it was like, um, like an event. I don't know where it was. And again, guys, just for you listeners who, um, me and Robert met uh, because we were in the same fraternity together while we were in college. Um, but I don't know when during our fraternity time that we met because we didn't. You know, that is actually like a good point. Like I could not tell you the exact event, exact date, but I feel like the most iconic um, memory I have of me getting to know you is like that trip we had to do to Kansas City. You know, that's like the oh, most, like, that's okay. like to me what defines like the beginning of okay. our friendship no, history. No, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I totally get that. Okay, guys. So, um, for those of you guys who were like in student, just student organizations in general in school, like, we all had those random trips out of town to like conferences and things like that. And so, our fraternity was having like our yearly kind of like executive council training sessions in Kansas City. And this was, first weekend of January like this was fresh off like you know New Year's Eve like just happened and it was in Kansas City and so I was one of the only few that had a car in Chicago and so I volunteered I was like okay you guys let's get in my car like I'll drive us down to Kansas City like it's only what like a seven hour drive six and a half hour drive from Chicago like it won't be that bad Um, and so Robert was in the car with me and so I didn't really know Rob that well. We um, weren't we really had, like, we had yeah, like we a few close. interactions, but we weren't like buddy buddy. We were just like, all right, like, I guess I'm in yeah. Anthony's car, you know, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. Like, we weren't too buddy buddy. Like, it's like, okay, we're in, we're in the same fraternity. Like, you know, we get along. We, we, we have that mutual respect, whatever. Um, but we were in my car. 
Um, it was Robert, and then there was three other guys in the back seats. And wait, Rob, were you in the back seat? I forget. No, I was in the front seat. I remember okay, okay. I was like, I'm not dealing with the chaos going on in the back, which I feel like we should say for like another story time about oh, totally. that whole trip. But yeah, I remember going into this car and I know I was like not buddy buddy with you, definitely not buddy buddy with the three others in the back. And so I was like, I hit yeah. everything. This trip is gonna be lame. And that whole like weekend was just like very chaotic (laughs) and I would say that's the best way to describe it but I just remember like my first impressions of you like I was just like I don't like this kid I don't know who he thinks he is um (laughs) but I do not like him I don't know how you felt about me (laughs) but I was definitely like I feel like very shy Mm mm-hmm I don't know. I was very like shy and reserved, especially going into this conference being like, I don't really, I'm not really friends with anyone. Like I have like maybe a few connections with people in the other car, but other than that, I'm like, yeah, um, <laughs> me wait, 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 wait. with the wait, two wait, figures. So, so, so why didn't you go in the other car? Because they were all buddy, buddy. And I was like, oh, I, wasn't as, yeah. I wasn't as close to them. And That's so they so were like, true. yeah, they were all so much closer That's than so I was. True. Yeah, no, I get that. And, uh, you know, in, in Rob's defense, I do have a tendency to come off as very frigid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I do come off as very cold, very bitchy. Um, I don't mean to. Like, I really don't mean to. No. I think just growing up, like growing up, I've just like, I've always been very much um very straightforward straightforward with everything I want and I'm I don't like beat around the bush like I'm not gonna waste your time don't waste my time that's always been my attitude and so like I feel like that's just how I naturally come off as a bitch (laughs) but I (laughs) will say but I will say I was like we talk about it now how I'm like you come off so cold but we laugh about it now because like obviously that's not the case uh three years later uh, I mean, I we're roommates now, so clearly that was a bad first impression, you know, at least on my part, mm-hmm. because now yeah. I'm like, honestly, tell me the truth. <laughs> Be cold-hearted <laughs> to me, you know? Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait, wait, so going back to first impressions, um, you know, it's so funny hearing you say, like, you know, I'm very shy, and I'm very, like, I was very quiet, because you're right, you, you, and you still are, you are, but you're very, like, um, you hold back and you like you're not like one to cause a scene about around people you don't know like you're not like that and I, I like that about you but um it's it's funny hearing you say that because you're literally six foot six and and <laughs> like, Rob, like Robert is literally the tallest person I have ever met um you know meanwhile I am nowhere near six foot six I am you know not even two inches close to six foot period and so <laughs> Um, it's so funny when I, when, whenever, not just Robert, but just like people in general who are really tall, you know, who are really shy and hearing them say, yeah, I'm kind of shy. I'm kind of timid. Like, I, I, it's like, it's like, it's so crazy because you're so tall and you're so easily, we know, easily and noticeable. It's and it's crazy too, yeah. because I'm like, I describe myself as very shy, but if you know me, you know, like, that's, like, the last thing I can be sometimes. It's, like, when I'm comfortable with you, I'm the most obnoxious 
human being on the planet. So annoying. Like, Anthony can confirm, especially, like, living with me, I can be the stupidest human being on the planet. Like, you'll see me dancing out of nowhere, twerking out of nowhere. Literally, Ave Maria could be playing and I'm acting a fool. (laughs) Yeah. Like, the, the Robert is is literally the epitome of what the, you know, Gen Z refers to as crackheads. <laughs> Robert uh, Full disclosure, I do not, full disclosure, I do not do crack. <laughs> I just radiate that energy. <laughs> yeah. See, totally, oh totally. Wait, but, wait, so what, wait, so aside from me being frigid and cold, what else did you notice about me? <laughs> You, I mean, you were definitely, like, I knew you were very fashionable, like, especially because, like, the way you dress, the way you presented yourself, I'm like, this man is put together, like, he knows uh-huh. what he's doing. Me, on the other hand, I was like, dress pants? I used to hate these things. Wearing a blazer. Yeah. I literally got a blazer for that event because I've never needed one, and I was like, mm-hmm. this man is more put together than I will ever be. But that yeah. makes sense. I mean, you're old. <laughs> I sh- and stop. Don't say that. Uh, no, I th- I I think the reason the the reason why I am like that and why I was like that at the time is because I think I think just our um our majors also really had a lot a lot to do with that. You know, you were education yeah. major. I've never seen an education major. You know, um, like have to worry about appearance have to worry about presentation and not, i don't mean that in like a negative way or anything to any education major out there it's not that but i think from my perspective coming from a public relations and advertising standpoint you always have to be ready for networking yeah. you always like you're so used to always having a good presentation and being able to present yourself and articulate your words properly because you never know who you're going to encounter no that makes one like that makes so much sense yeah um, and like you do have those random teachers that do um dress up you know they'll wear those three mm-hmm. suits and i sit there and i think why but <laughs> that was just not me and that's yeah and i was definitely like that was i would say a good impression too because i was like all right he has his like life together <laughs> you know spoiler alert i didn't <laughs> I, I don't i don't i don't think i still do but we're trying but we're trying i mean hey who really has their life together true currently we're all a hot mess uh you know but speaking of like i think going into our intent with this podcast you know yeah uh, we are called brose you know because we we're technically like you know we are brothers fraternally but like we're also like i feel like anthony to me is like one of my like like i grew up as only, like i grew i yes but also like I grew up as an only child, so I never had, like, a brother, like, you know? And, like, to me, Anthony is, like, an older brother to me. <laughs> Even though he's I not get that it. much I get older. It. I get it. I'm old. I get it. I know. He's not that much older than me, but, like, he, to me, is, like, a older brother figure. And so, yeah, we also love, well, I don't know if we love Rosé, but... <laughs> So like no okay so we going off of that like yes we we were like okay what should we name this podcast like we love alcohol we were fraternity brothers I was like we're definitely like bros in general clearly um and so we were like okay how can we tie everything together and we were thinking okay we have to figure out a way to mix like 
bro with something or something that like you know friends um and we decided on a rosé because you know obviously vodka would have sound weird it like would have sound really weird or like brokeela like what is that but then we were like rosé <laughs> classic simple Bro-say. done never been yeah. done before one of a kind <laughs> <laughs> and i mean i do love rosé and i feel like I, I, this yeah. podcast we need to definitely talk more about rosé because i feel like we are such either red wine or white wine people and mm-hmm. we're not even giving rosé a chance and i feel like through this podcast we also have an outlet to try rosés and talk to you guys about all these different rosés because we're not experts but we have opinions <laughs> yeah and just like our podcast you have to give us a chance too <laughs> You take a chance. <laughs> take a By chance. Abba. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> Roll the clip, <laughs> Anthony. So, I think I know what your favorite wine is. But what would you say your favorite type of wine is? I'm I'm definitely a I'm a big fan of red wines. I like a good red. I love a good Cabernet. I love a good uh, Merlot. A good honestly, I just if it's red, I'll drink it. I'm not picky. Uh, um. I, I think I think when it comes to me and wines, I can easily tell when something is bad. But as long as it's some sort of good, I'm down. Like, yes, I'll do that. Like, I'm not going to complain about it. But it's like, I can easily, I will, I'll remember the ones that are really bad, you know? Um, so what about you? What are your favorites? For me, I would say, you know how much I love white wine. Uh, I don't know what it is about white wine. It's just more refreshing to me. But one of my favorites, and I always get it, I'm always willing to test out different brands. Riesling has been like my new obsession. Um, but I, I have actually started getting into like dry white wines, which I never thought I would be. Because, I think I did that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think I definitely to, had influence to that. I used to not like dry wines and now it's kind of gotten a little more, um, prevalent in my life i'm drinking more chardonnays but chardonnays are kind of sweet but i've even been uh, drinking pinot grigios and you know other white wines as well but i will say anthony you and your red wine purchasing has definitely influenced me right i've used to despise red wine i was like no but i've been more lenient to try red wines you know whenever you have your uh cab i'll always have a glass and the other day i literally bought a red blend (laughs) because i was like i don't hate this and i ended up trying it the other night and i was like this is not bad and i can see myself now becoming a red wine person so you know snaps to you (laughs) your influence (laughs) my influence i'm clearly an influencer guys if you haven't noticed already just by the way you know i'm carrying myself on this podcast um and in life no (laughs) and in life and you're so right because like i think i think i naturally gravitate towards red wines in general when and when we're at the store shopping for groceries or whatever um and so like literally a couple weeks like a week ago when we were out shopping and we saw that hallmark red wine i I was i was instantly gravitated towards that i was like what is this you pointed it out you were like look at that what is that over there you love hallmark christmas movies so i literally saw this and i was like anthony this screams anthony red wine hallmark check check everything you need 
add to the cart. And we did, <laughs> and we took it home. Um, and but we but before we tell you our review on this jolly, that's what it was called, right? Jolly something. Jolly or Holly? No, I think it was actually Jolly. You're right. I think it was Jolly. It was like a Jolly no, 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 red no, wine. No, no. It, wasn't it Jingle? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was called Jingle. Um, before we tell you what we thought about this, um, you guys, please Google wines before you buy them. Please do a quick Google search. See what people are saying about this. You know, sometimes it is fun to buy wines on a whim because the label is pretty or because the bottle's a nice colored glass. Learn from this. The, yeah, <laughs> learn from this. Learn from our mistakes, guys. Um, this wine was disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, it was so gross. It tasted like if I had, uh, you know, like got my leather belt and burned it. <laughs> And then just the ashes just mixed it with water. It was, it literally t- tasted like melted leather belt. Yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure there, I'm, yeah, I'm sure there is an audience out there. I'm sure there is like, you know, some group that Hallmark is pandering to, but it was not us. We were no, not. And that. here's we the thing. Not, it's I've, I've definitely tried wines that have like leather notes, you know, uh, to it, but, and like, wine that has like those leather notes aren't necessarily bad like I've had really good ones um but this one as you said it literally felt like it was so overwhelming with leather but it did not help that it was like so it tasted so watered down I feel like that watered down taste as well as the leather it just like diminished the quality of it you know it had so I feel like it definitely had the potential to, to be so good yeah but maybe we just had a bad batch i don't know (laughs) and i don't i don't know if this makes sense or not to you or to anyone listening but it kind of tasted not thick enough if that makes any sense (laughs) like it wasn't like it 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 tasted like if as it was going down your throat it tasted like you were drinking water like that kind of consistency like it didn't taste heavy like wine it had no does that make the, sense? I think the proper term is like viscosity. <laughs> it is, yeah, no, no, mm, yeah, I don't know. You guys tell, yeah, let us know what you guys think the proper term is called, but it was, I don't know. It yeah. was not giving it to me. I was not having it. Uh, but definitely, like I said, guys, Google wines before you buy them. Um, because, like, I, that doesn't like, don't like the housewives have like wines out now? Or I something? was literally about to say, like, speaking of like just like branded wines that like, they, like companies that normally obviously would not have a wine like yeah i saw um on social media that like the housewives have a wine and you know i stand housewives you know my obsession and i would fully support anything uh the housewives do so i'm i obviously need to do my research and see the reviews because uh this clearly exists um but here's the thing I wish that they sold it in stores and unfortunately they don't. You have to buy it online. And the worst part about it is like, you have to get it in like boxes of, I think like six or 12. Oh, so like it's by like the crate. Yeah. Like you have to commit. And that's the scary part is like, okay, we tried this one Hallmark wine and we automatically were like, nope, never again. So imagine buying a pack of six, right? A crate 
or a box of six, whatever it's called, of wine, and you literally taste one, and you're like, nope. You're left with now five others to just be like, all right, like, they're here for decoration. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll re-gift it. You know, re-gifting is um, a brand in my family. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's what I'm destined to do. But but I am, uh, I am curious to try them, though. I definitely do want to go somewhere where they are serving it because I, I I am curious like I yeah. want to know what it tastes like and yeah. I know that there's I believe three three or two mm-hmm. and I know there's a white a red um, and I believe there's a rosé I don't know I should I should know this I clearly identify as a housewife stan so maybe I'm a fake fan but um, I definitely need to look more into this and maybe yeah uh, maybe I'll commit maybe when that paycheck and hits. we'll fight the bullet and go for it <laughs> exactly. is, is a certain is like a particular franchise behind all this no it's just called like real housewives like hmm. you know which i feel like it would be so much cooler if they branded each one because i feel like yeah a red wine would be very like jersey yeah like i could yeah jersey yeah. a white wine would be like orange county or beverly hills Uh Like a rosé to me is like maybe like Potomac or like Dallas. Oh, I can see that. I can see, I can see Atlanta also having a red wine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think speaking, oh my God, speaking of all these different franchises, Salt Lake City. Ooh, girl. Crazy. I'm obsessed. I've watched this show a little drunk on wine and I've literally said I would do so much for these ladies because these ladies are iconic. They are delivering line after line, scene after scene, word after word. <laughs> Everything. But we but we, before we get into like, you know, us dissecting salt, like because I have my very own opinions about the show too. I just on a quick side note, guys, Rob is such a huge housewives fan you know when he was mentioning earlier how like he is a self-proclaimed housewife stan believe it take and trust my word he definitely is i on the other hand i wouldn't call myself a stan per se like nowhere close to a stan but i do enjoy watching it every now and then and and, you know for like the past couple years i would watch like jersey or like dallas or like beverly hills every now and then just to kind of try to keep up but rob has seen it all and and i think i don't blame you i I feel like I need to, in a way, justify myself because, you know, I do get a lot of, like, flack by friends, you know, that I'm obsessed. But over, like, this quarantine, I did read an article that talks about, like, reality TV, in particular, Housewives, brings a sense of, like, Mm -hmm. security to the madness of this world and how, you know, in reality TV show, you see them being chaotic and it's, like, them able to... Uh, get clarity from this chaos right at the end of the season usually things get like they make up or whatnot and how our brain kind of sees that and enjoys that because it distracts us from the chaos happening in the real world so I think that's like a big influence as to why I love the housewives chaotic energy that's not mine (laughs) check (laughs) done sign me up I'll take 10, please. <laughs> yes. But what were your first thoughts about Salt Lake City? Like, I'm I curious. Actually, 
I actually really did like Salt Lake. I, uh, I, I, that's it. I really liked it. You know, I was very interested to see how it was going to happen because it is Salt Lake City. And people forget that Salt Lake City is actually a fair, like, it's not a small town, you know, like, it's actually a really big city. And so it was really cool seeing this kind of happen, especially this being like the first, you know, Housewives franchise where I do get to watch it from the beginning. You know, I don't have to go back and like, rewatch yeah. old seasons of other of other you know franchises to kind of get get the gist of what's happening with the current season and with this one it was kind of cool kind of being part of like quote-unquote history to, with this premiering you know a couple weeks back and so I have loved it so far I love this, this the cinematography I love the <laughs> the um the orchestrated choir and this very what's the what's it called what's the called where like just the musical like the background music there's a name uh, for it, isn't there? I would say background music. Mm, whatever. Yeah, I, I really <laughs> like that. The score. I like the the, the reality TV show score. Hans no, Zimmer and, could uh, never. <laughs> Girl, Hans Zimmer could do better. <laughs> but, <laughs> but this is still really good. This is still really good. But yeah, and I, I definitely agree. Like this idea of like, especially a Housewives where religion is so heavily involved. Oh yeah, that Because too. no... No other uh, housewives really talks about religion. Maybe like New Jersey, mm-hmm. because they're all pretty much Italian. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the idea of Mormonism and like how at the so... forefront too. Like this is literally like yeah. something that, that was in their their whole marketing and their whole promos was like they always talked about Mormonism and how it like every how it affects all their lives and their own take on it and their own stance and opinions and you know and they're so in different places yeah they're Mm -hmm. all in different places when it comes to mormonism like you have ex-mormons you do have mormons you have mormon 2.0 you know Mm -hmm. uh what else you have uh, a cast member who practices uh islam you have i believe there's a uh cast member who is jewish uh and then someone who's pentecostal Christian. christian yeah yeah, so it's such a diverse religion aspect to the show, which we haven't seen yet. And it's interesting learning about these religious ideas, this culture of religion, especially coming from like a Catholic background, like especially yeah. a Catholic background from the Midwest. Like we don't have Mormonism in the mid uh, Midwest, you know. I've you never know, actually, uh, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's I've never like met presence. anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I've never actually met anyone compared to when I talk to someone who's from the Denver area where they've seen Mormons more often. So very interesting perspective. Love the cast. Love the premise. I'm excited to see where this show takes us to the end. Um, and I mean, yeah, but Okay, you know, you know who my favorites are. I'm curious to know who, what, who is your favorite so far okay. in the cast? I think, okay, before I say that, I think we should, let's talk about all of them first. Let's give them our, their pros and cons. And then I'll expose <laughs> myself to see who my top picks are. Uh, all right, okay, first, because I, I think that, 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 that way we can do them all justice. Yeah. Okay, Jen. So Jen is, she was a Mormon. She said she grew up Mormon, but then... She married her husband who practices Islam and she's converting, right? Yeah. Yeah. I 
love Jen um, to a fault because she's so, she, as of now, she's very problematic. <laughs> um, yes. And, and she's, she's very problematic, but I think she means well. I think she means well. Overall, I give her uh, an 8 out of 10. What about I you? I agree. Uh, loved her at first. I'm starting to get a little sick of her just because she's so dramatic. Like, it's like dramatic over very in small, insignificant things. Next, Heather. Love Heather. She's fun. She's funny. Seven out of ten. Uh, love her. She definitely is one of my favorites. She's one of those ex-Mormons, but came from yeah. Mormon dynasty, pretty much. Pioneer. Uh-huh. Wait, <laughs> uh, I take my rank back. I give Heather an eight out of ten, too. Eight out of ten? Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I definitely would say nine, but yes. Next, we have Meredith. Meredith. Meredith designer. is the, is she, she, she's the character that's Jewish from New York, from Chicago, yeah. right? Yes. Oh, yeah. I give her, <laughs> um, I give her a six out of 10. I just want her to break a little out of her shell. I think she's, she's a little quiet, a little reserved for me right now, but I think, I think she can do it. I agree. I definitely want to see more of her right now. I'm not as drawn. Next, we have Whitney. Whitney Rose, whose cousins, uh, who's Heather's cousin. Oh, I didn't know they were cousins. Yeah, that's how. That's why she's on the show. She's Heather's cousin. Oh, oh, that I don't know. Um, I like Whitney too. I like her. I like her personality. I like how bubbly she is. I give her, a, I give her a seven out of ten. Yeah, she's also an ex Mormon, divorced, kind of shunned from the church, but um, I want her to break out more. So yeah, not really. I want, I want to see more. And then there's Lisa. Oh, Lisa. Lisa's the mm. Jewish, or she was Jewish, converted to Mormon, has her own alcohol brand, Mormon 2.0. <laughs> I, you know, over the last couple episodes, the last episode, I've, I've really come to like Lisa. I give her an 8 out of 10. Yes, um, I definitely agree. I'm, she's very confrontational, very tells it yeah. like it is, and asks. I'm still, tr- I'm still uh, trying to figure out if she's like genuine about her encounters with people, or if she's just like trying to get stuff out of them. And yeah. so I'm still. That's kind of where I fall right now, but I'm definitely excited to see more of her. I agree. And then last but not least, we have Mary, who Mary married her step grandpa because her grandma put it in her will for her to do so. Um, thoughts? I have I have a soft spot for Mary because I grew up Pentecostal Christian, and so I understand where she's coming from. I understand, I, I'm able to empathize with that pressure she might have felt from her grandma. And so I, but I'm still going to give her, like, a 7 out of 10 because I want more of her. I, I don't want her to just rely on this whole, like, I'm I'm better than you type of because I, I I I'm so conflicted because I think she comes off the same way I come up as like you know she comes off as very cold and very frigid but I think if we get to know her more she's she's gonna prove us otherwise. I mean yeah I I do like Mary a lot she's just so she she's as you said described me earlier crackhead energy like that's what yeah, I get very from much her. so like chaos um, but. Since we've discussed it now, right, who do you, who's your fave? As of right now, if I had to pick my top three, I would pick Heather, 
Meredith and Lisa only because I think I identify the most with them overall. Uh, I definitely agree. For me, though, it's Lisa, Heather, and uh, Jen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, yeah, I'm gonna have to say Jen. I still like she definitely has dropped on the leaderboard, but is still on Up the there. leaderboard. You know, so I'm excited to see what happens with the series, the show, and I definitely feel like we're gonna have to talk about it when things go crazy with this show you know mm-hmm. so definitely looking forward to it so anthony what are your plans for this weekend honestly i'm i'm gonna sleep i am exhausted i am very tired this chicago it's getting cold and i am feeling it seasonal depression is a real thing december is out here coming for me and i'm not ready what about you <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yes to all of that but I'm literally always stuck in the house, so I, I need to figure out what I'm doing to get out of the house. So, yeah, I, yeah, totally, I need to, I need totally to think about that, that still. Oh, my gosh. Well, while Rob goes out and thinks about his plans this weekend, guys, um, that's our podcast for this week. I hope you guys all enjoyed it, and I hope you guys all have a wonderful weekend. And, you know, don't forget that even if you burn your eggs, hey, they're still edible. All right. They sure have a wonderful are. weekend.